Let's head to Lexington, Kentucky, 6pm on Halloween evening as we record this interview with Todd Clark, a US-based farming correspondent. And Todd, they tell me that trick-or-treating officially starts at 6pm. Has anyone knocked on your door yet? Good evening, Jamie, or good good afternoon in New Zealand. The uh, Yes, it's uh, it's officially started, and having been to my house, you know that we have a second floor, and so I'm, I'm upstairs trying to hide away from uh, the dog barking and all of that sort of thing. But as I look out the window, yes, there's all sorts of kids in costumes already going up and down the street, uh, door-to-door, trick-or-treating. Well, I've got a wonderful uh, history on this show of bugging you or annoying you or imposing on you on sort of public <laughs> days or days of national U.S. significance. Fourth uh, of July, Independence Day. I'm going to annoy you again on Thanksgiving Day, which is what, Thursday the 23rd of November, fourth Thursday in November. And today is uh, Halloween. What do you know about the background of Halloween? Because here in New Zealand, Todd, it's something that's really, uh, even though it's been about for centuries in various incarnations, it's something that's really only taken off commercially, I would say, in the last decade or so. Yeah, here in the States, it's always been a thing as, uh, I'm 53 years old, it's always been a thing as far back as I can remember. But I think it started uh, with Irish immigrants coming to the U.S. and All Saints Day. And so that's where its where its origins came from in the U.S. And um, but it's a huge holiday here. It wouldn't rank as high as Christmas or Thanksgiving, but it may be the uh, third uh, most celebrated holiday behind those two. And just doing a quick search earlier, it said that the uh, U.S. I don't know if this is a good stat or a bad stat, but that we'll spend about twelve billion dollars U.S. dollars on uh, Halloween and. I believe it. You know, as I look out the window across the across the street, there's a, a giant cobweb that's uh, attached to the house that comes out into the yard with some sort of figure standing in front of it with a uh, pumpkin on its head. So um, just each house has some sort of decoration, and um, kids love it, obviously, for obvious reasons. It's become Something. an excuse even for adults. Yeah, look, um, carving pumpkins or turnips into jack-o'-lanterns is quite a, a tradition as well. And you're an entrepreneurial sort of farmer. You've you got your finger in many pies. Have you thought mm-hmm. of growing pumpkins for Halloween Day? We have, and we've, uh, we've, we've done a little bit of that. There's some promise there. That's a huge thing here, even for uh, school kids to... Uh, the schools will take them out to a uh, farm, pumpkin patch, and have a afternoon of it. And so there's a limit to how many of those sort of places that you need. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we're always looking for a niche. And so we were doing the giant pumpkins, and we may get back to that this, uh, this coming Todd, year. Todd, when I first met you now many years ago, you were quite big into tobacco growing. Are you doing any of that now, or is that gone by the wayside? For us, it's gone by the wayside, and for for most of Kentucky, it's gone by the wayside. We we stopped growing three years ago. There's still uh, production in Kentucky, Tennessee, North Carolina, um, but it's really uh, it's really faltering at this point. And between labor, it's extremely labor intensive, and in, uh, just the returns uh, to be so labor intensive, you you really expect a decent return, and the returns weren't there. And so most of us have uh, 
diversified and moved away from that that particular crop. As I said at the beginning of this yarn, you're in Lexington, Kentucky, bluegrass country, home, world capital, if you want, of the thoroughbred racing industry. You do make quite a bit of money or quite a bit of your income from making idiot bales, and I, that's what we call them here, the <laughs> wee the wee small bales of hay for the horsey people. Is that pretty lucrative? Yeah, I don't know that I would use the word lucrative uh, with with the word farm in the same sentence, but the uh, yeah, there's some money to be made on uh, small squares is what we would call them, and um, we would love to uh, get away from those, but but they make money. And in my 30 some years of farming, anything that's required labor and effort uh, that other people wouldn't put forth seemed to make money, and so we've tried to focus on those sorts of things, but. Um, yeah, it takes effort to uh, to make those, and for that reason, you tend to be able to make a little money with them. Well, you make most of your money these days, as I understand it, from beef. Your beef prices are very good, better than ours here in New Zealand at the moment. Is this like close to a record return for you for your beef farming season or financial year? It is. It is. I'm trying to make sense out of all of it because listening to your show, it sounds like potentially the days could be numbered for the uh, returns that we're receiving. But to, to listen to all the experts here in the U.S., they're all predicting this will continue into next year, maybe even into uh, 2025. And so uh, as a farmer, we've learned to, to live day by day. And so we're not too worried about 2025 at the moment. But um, yes, extremely <laughs> Good prices. Todd, prices. Todd, Todd, my friend, you should be very worried about 2025 because guess who might be president by then? <laughs> <laughs> and the, I walked right into that one. <laughs> you walked straight into it. But it's it's looking it's going to be Biden-Trump. Fascinating that two guys who are well and truly past it, in my mind anyhow, are fighting for the most important job in the world. It is. In, on the Republican side, the Republican ticket, the uh, competition for Trump on a daily basis is uh, dropping out of the race. Uh, Mike Pence, just in the last few days, dropped out. And so I, as much as I would love to disagree with you, it does appear, once again, that that's the direction that, that we're heading. Yeah, you think of Biden versus Trump, Todd Clark, and I think back to the inspirational presidents you've had on the Democratic side of things, Kennedy, Clinton... Obama, obviously, Ronald Reagan springs to mind as a Republican and Biden trumps the best you can do. Good luck with that. We'll catch you on Thanksgiving Day. Thanks, Jamie.